Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Yeah, I f- it was like fairgrounds food, though. Oh, dope, So yeah. like... It came, It was like a caramel sauce. I feel disgusting. Oh uh, yeah, no, I feel I ashamed of myself. I haven't eaten anything yet today, but I was eating some garbage last night during movie yeah. nights. <laughs> uh, hi everybody. Hello everyone. My name is David Bell. My name is isn't is isn't that weird? It's Tom Ryman. It is. We just watched. We just watched the Big Cube. The big cube yeah it's a cube one get fucking ready folks we're doing it the bit continues hey how about us enlisted men this is the cube the big one the sugar cube they load with lsd the cube that takes you off on the trip the trip that starts with a giggle and ends with a scream. Hey, big thanks to Burrito Mouth. Big cube uh, our, thanks. Our cube expert, Burrito Mouth, who was like, hey, watch 1969's The Big Cube. Yep. Starring, a film nobody Starring saw. extreme late career Lana Turner. Yeah, this is a film I, yeah, I don't think anybody saw, so we'll probably run you through the plot as best we can, because also... <laughs> This well, is a weird movie. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, we did all the things, right? It's Thursday. This is a classic, yeah. uh, you know, brought to you by one of our patron producers. Yeah, we just did that. Okay. So, this is a 1969 uh, <laughs> it drama. Sure is, Tom. <laughs> like, uh, it's like a propaganda film. It's a, yeah. it's like a reefer madness type of film, but a little more compelling than that. Um, yeah, it actually had a story, and then it seemed like they added the drug stuff in there just to make it topical. I don't know. Yeah, for people who are wondering, the big cube refers to a cube of sugar in which you would then put acid on, mm-hmm. or LSD. Yeah, it's a big, uh, big uh, thing. This movie is very concerned with late 60s uh, LSD culture. Yeah, uh, it's... All right, I guess I want to start with the fact that it's not a bad idea uh, for the, the broad strokes, but it is a bad movie, and it's considered a bad movie. Yeah. Uh, it, it, so the, the basic idea of... So the plot is that it's a... <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. So it's this, it's this <laughs> you, young okay, you girl... Got it, you got it. All right. Yeah, it's this young girl who uh, has a new stepmom who is a theater actress. Uh, and uh, this young girl is also starts dating a doctor who uh, he's a med student, a med student. Yep. Who's he's like the fucking scarecrow. He he's just like his go to is that he'll dose people he doesn't like. Yeah, he is the this he is the scummiest. Uh, yeah. Uh, just 
caricature of a villain you could possibly imagine. Every right, like every cliche idea of a sleazy bad guy is rolled into yeah. this character. Who's they even named him Johnny? Like, come on! Oh yeah, <laughs> like that's just the, the actor had to name. The actor had to shave his body for the role because he's very hairy. Uh, I learned this on IMDb trivia. Sure. And so he had to shave his body because he's supposed to be a, a young guy. They're all supposed to. Be, that's the other. Everybody in this movie is 60. Right. Every single be, person in this movie is 60 years old. They're supposed to be uh, college students. But like, yeah, Johnny is supposed to be the same age as Lisa, who's the daughter. But he looks the same age as Lana Turner, who's the stepmom. Yeah, yeah for sure. So uh, basically what happens is... Um, the dad uh, dies at sea. That was a choice. He sure fucking uh, does. <laughs> he gets lost at sea. Lost at sea, now, which we, I thought was going to play into the plot. Like, no, oh, we, he'll okay, come back. Okay, we, we really... We, we're underselling how wild that is. The first chunk of this movie is it starts out very like almost like the Batman TV show. It's the very credits like, are so seventies. It's very Beach Blanket Bingo for the first maybe half hour, and it's all about Lisa, who inexplicably has a heavy Swedish accent. Yeah, and then uh, her friend who is extremely horny. Oh yeah, her friend BB, the horniest yeah. person let's who has call ever half existed. A dozen, yeah, she says let's call half a dozen guys and have an orgy. Yeah, like it feels like she has a brain too. <laughs> yeah, it, this, like she is a something... character. She's she's a boogeyman character written by like a sixty eight year old screenwriter who's terrified yes. of youth culture. Yes, like that's, all the that's youths what this in this. <laughs> yeah, they're all maniacs. They in this lines movie. like, just find yourself another daddy. She suggests at one point when they're hanging out to surf music. She says, "Sweetness, baby, flow with the tide." These are the lines. These yeah. are the lines in the movie. It's authentic the uh, teenage slang. Um, yeah. So, like the first chunk of this movie is just like Lisa being apprehensive about her her dad getting remarried because, like, she thinks her new stepmom Lana Turner is a bit of an ice queen. They they right. don't like. She's like, "Oh, I don't want some new woman coming in and making rules in my house." So she gets swept off her feet by this dipshit Johnny who's taken her to his acid parties and basically shows her how, like, yeah, he just casually doses people who piss him He's, off. Again, can't stress this enough. This is like a scarecrow origin story. Yeah. Johnny he's a is med at a student. party. He's a med student who makes his own drugs and then throws right. parties so that he can surreptitiously dose people and watch and see what happens. Right. Well, the first time they're at, like, a club, but it's yeah. like... It looks like this cafeteria at Epcot Center. It's like real weird, like yeah. s almost like oddly sterile stage club. And he doses a guy. And this is a world where acid pretty much does whatever you need it to do. Yeah. So the guy like starts screaming. They're trying to steal my face. Yeah. Uh, and freaks out. And it's because the guy's like rude to him. I forget what the guy did to deserve getting overdosed on LSD. He, he comes in and he mentions the fact that he's got like a record coming out in a few months and he's like hey you guys can uh say that you were hanging out with me before i was famous and it's like it's it's a little douchey but like on and it's extremely minor and and yeah like johnny the fucking scarecrow just decides fuck this guy forever yeah fuck him fuck, yeah fuck his entire <laughs> existence yeah yeah 
and I can't. It's so. Oh God. So this is the first chunk <laughs> also, of this he's movie. Wearing, what is the necklace he's got on? Oh, I forget. He's, he's got like a gold chain necklace. He's yeah. in all black. The whole yeah. party. It's like the least. And again, it's written by like some old guy, but like God, it's like the most irritating group of people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, the the club is like has like all, shitty graffiti on the wall. Yeah, it's a big open room, it's like so it's clear beige. that yeah, it's just again, it's real Batman sixties. It looks like a villain's yeah. lair. It's just like this real weird minimalist. Uh, it's just owing to like its low budget of the time, but it's like this minimalist club that doesn't really exist. Right, like no Remember, club um, is one big room. Yeah, I want with, to talk like, about no this furniture. Club a bunch. Yeah, <laughs> remember Queen Bee? Yeah, yeah. Who's dressed like a party clown? Yes. She comes in. It's like they say something like, dig what the tide brought in. Yeah. And Queen Bee walks in. And it's the it's so cartoony the styles that I she's like she looks like a party clown. Yeah. I don't know how else to There's no there's no other way to say it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this He's dropping acid in the like, beers. Yeah, they're just dropping acid and it's oh man. <laughs> but the point is, is this is like the first half hour of this movie is just like Lisa getting introduced to Johnny's weird friends and his fucking burgeoning supervillain career. Yeah. Tom, I'm not done talking about this club real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when, so he, sorry, he, wh- I want to talk about what he does to this guy who he doses. Oh yeah. Sure. Cause he doses them. It kicks in extremely fast. He screams my fl- face. Don't steal my face. Uh, he gets dragged away by what looks like future cops. Yes. I guess there's just supposed to be After cops. a very long time, though. It takes the cops yeah. a very long time to They're intervene. They're wearing, like, <laughs> silver helmets. Yeah. It's... They, look like, they look like Logan's Run police. Yes. Yes. And this is all supposed to just be normal life. This is normal. This is the normal world. Like, yeah, this isn't, yeah. like, a dystopia or anything. The cops refer to him as a beach boy. You notice that? They keep talking about the beach boy that Johnny dosed. And uh, that made me laugh a lot because I could only picture like, you know, a beach boy. God only knows. Um, And then we, (laughs) it reveals that he escaped the cops off camera and got hit by a car. Yeah. (laughs) This happens off camera. Like a a scene or two later, it's Johnny getting called into like the Dean of medical school's office to tell him that man, you recklessly dosed uh, escaped from the police and ran into the street and was killed by a truck. You're now expelled. They expel him (laughs) with the note. They say it cost the taxpayers thousands of dollars to prepare a young man for medicine. Were we paying for people to go to medical school? Apparently, at one point? that's great. That's an awesome deal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So yeah, he he gets kicked out but of like, medical school for know? killing a man. Like, well, I mean, yeah. How did they they go to him and they're like, so we heard that you dosed a man. And it's like what at his fucking weird party club? Who told you the future Who cops? Told them? Yeah, the future cops, I guess. they they It was a precog thing. Yeah. You know, the precogs figured it out. Did BB tell you? Did she come in like, dig this, see what just the tide just washed in or whatever? Yeah. God damn it. He dosed this guy because he has an album coming out in two months. <laughs> Which, believe me, I've, I've wanted to poison the dude that whips out an acoustic guitar at a party before, too. Of but course. 
So yeah, this is the beginning of the movie. They're partying. Yeah. It's it's the 70s, baby. Everybody's talking like a lunatic. Yeah, Everybody's so inter- talking like they have brain damage. Interspersed with that is like a couple of scenes of Lana Turner's character uh, rehearsing a play or whatever because she's a big time stage actress. Yeah, it's so, her last show, right? Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, you, she this, retires I, I, I and meant marries. To, I meant to say this earlier. I watched this movie twice. Yeah. Um, consecutively. Like, as soon as I finished it, uh, watching it for this podcast, I started it over again because I was convinced that I had missed something. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so we have, like, Lisa's journey into Johnny's bullshit world and, and terrible friends. And then uh, a lot of Turner's getting ready for her final performance. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, they're just lost at sea. Yeah. There's just, well, the way they do it is wild Um, because they have a couple scenes like this. There's the art, the art show. Oh, yeah. Introduced by like flashing art at the screen. And it's like, ah, fuck. Right. Um, And he becomes like a mate. That's that. I fucking forgot about him. I watched this movie two times and I forgot about an entire character. Oh, yeah. Johnny's living with that guy and his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, and so it's like there's a lot of like snap zooms and and flashing bullshit. Mm-hmm. And so when the goddamn boat crash happens, it happens the same way. I was like, wait, was this a dream? Right. Like it I happens like an acid sequence. Right. I could not tell at, at first if it was a, a a bad trip, if it was a nightmare, if it was something that was actually right. happening. But it like flashes. It's her on the. She's on the shore. She washes up. Uh, an ambulance gets her and it like flashes with them at sea in a storm. And then it, if you like, if you went, if you like leave the room to get a drink, you're completely miss it. Cause it's a 20 second sequence. Uh, and then she wakes up in the hospital. Right. And like boats and yachts and the possibility of being lost at sea were simply just never even suggested by anything right. that's happened yet in the film. Yeah. So he, they, they learn that he, the, 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 Father has been lost at sea. This is the halfway point of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like I paused the movie to be like, when, when is this happening? Yeah, it's like 46 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> so he leaves lost at sea. He leaves the shittiest will you could ever leave somebody. Like he wants them to fight. His this, will states. This, they would be, they would make Netflix documentaries about this will. Like this is, yeah. it's, yeah, it, it's like, yeah. His will states that his daughter will get $1 million when she's 25. Um, on top of that, uh, when she marries, her, the entire trust will go to her. Um, under one condition is that his new wife approves of the man she's marrying. Yeah. So what that means is, hey, new wife, you get my entire trust unless my daughter gets married, but you have the control to stop her. So that's just toxic. <laughs> it basically means, it's oh, baffling. if you want this money, never let my daughter get married. And why is it stipulated on that? It's, it's why the, you you would there would be books written about what a crazy bastard this guy was <laughs> right. to draft up a will like this. Yeah, they read the will in front of Johnny, the scumbag med student. Yeah. Uh, Scarecrow. And he gets, he like comes when he hears the will. Yeah. He's just like, oh, yeah. Yeah, because so, his his only goal here 
uh, if we haven't made it clear, is to just grift his way into millions of dollars. Yeah, he's just a bad person. He's just a villain. He, yeah. Even though he's in med school, like yeah. he throws Daughters, it. You got to watch out for these med students. Yeah, he throws it all away so that he can get into some really circuitous scam with Lisa to to swindle her out of her inheritance. It's a yeah. fucking baffling uh, uh, storyline for this man. Right. During the morning sequence, this is why I thought something else was going to happen, because the character says the sea won't bring him back. So I thought I was like, oh, is he going to wash up? Like, Yeah, is it going to be like, what is it, is like he the gonna lighthouse show back now? Up? Is he going to be like yeah. a haunted merman? I don't know. Um, but that never, he's gone. He's hes done. No, the, yeah. He's done for the movie. No. It was such a weird way to kill him off, because it's like lost at sea, not dead. And it was like, oh, I, I thought this movie was smarter, and they would like have him come back, but nope. Nope. Um, so their plan is to, and this is where I think the premise is actually has promise for a thriller. The plan is Johnny is going to perpetually dose the mom and drive her mad mm-hmm. so that they get the inheritance. Yeah, it's Gaslight. Because they Gaslight her, yeah. yeah it's, it, it's literally the movie Gaslight. Oh, okay. Like that's so they've already the, done this movie. Well, yeah, that, the, yeah the, the you know the term comes from the movie where it's the guy, it's her husband keeps adjusting the gas lamp and then insisting that like she's like the lights changing. He's like, no, no, it's not. What are you talking about? It's like that's where it comes from. So it's like, right. yeah, yeah, it's like the same idea. It's just yeah. The idea they could modernize this and make it yeah. not LSD, but like a future drug, and have it so that like she just doesn't know what's real and what isn't. Because they also like, I'm not sure what real, what's real and what isn't. Because I'm not sure this movie knows what acid does. So like, they go driving, and they dose her, and then they they just sort of like, shake her yeah, in like, front of a cliff. Try to push her over a cliff, and then like but, smash like, a rock through the windshield. Maybe. Yeah, and then they say later like there was nothing wrong with the windshield. So I was like, wait, did any of that happen? And then later she hears their voices, and I was like, so this is the acid too. And we learn no. They tape recorded their voices. So I just didn't know, like, what what are they actually doing and what aren't they doing? Um, yeah. I also don't know what the fucking plan is at this point. Also, no one seems to know that the mother has been clearly dosed. <laughs> and, like, I, I don't know. It it feels like when, when there's one med student who's got right. in trouble for dosing people, <laughs> for dosing hanging people. out around this woman. And then all of a sudden, like, yeah, the, the stepmom of his girlfriend who holds the keys to a, like a, a multi-million dollar trust is behaving erratically and her eyes are super dilated all the yeah. time. <laughs> and they're like, she must be losing her mind. Um, Jesus fucking Christ. So, yeah, the, yeah, the driving scene is absolutely baffling i'm still not sure were they actually trying to kill her because they could no because if no because if she dies they don't get the money like right so they're just making her feel like she's gonna get killed they yeah i and i don't know how they because again they they show us stuff they film it in the same way that they film other other things that literally happened like the getting lost at sea so like the scene where like johnny smashes a giant rock to the windshield and then she's like i no, he tried to smash me with a rock and they're like, well, no, we checked the windshield and it's fine. There's been no damage. It's like real confusing right. <laughs> because I don't know what they actually did. <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't either. I don't think the movie knew. No. I mean, it's yeah, which, like which is a, right. It's a fair technique to do if, if we were like 
if it stayed from Lana Turner's perspective, but it doesn't like it switches right. around to multiple characters. So it's like the rules kind of change whenever somebody's perspective changes. So it just makes yes. everything very confusing. It's very, it's all very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. so the mom goes to the hospital because uh, of her brain. And so they have an insufferable wedding, insufferable hippie wedding uh, with their, their horny, weird friends listening to like, did you notice that the music in this, except for the original song, which we'll get to, uh, uh, is like generic IDVD, like music, yeah. 70s music. Um, it's, it's awful. Yeah, no, they just got some commercial jingle person and paid yeah. them $300. Just, yeah, just make some music that kids would be naked to. All yeah. right. At the wedding, uh, Johnny immediately tries to fuck her horny friend. Yeah. And then they suggest a foursome with her some Johnny, some Casey Kasem looking motherfucker, some 60 year old who's like, hey, let's let's how about the four how of would, us making it together? How would you like, like to f- come back to my hotel room? <laughs> That's some real greasy fucking. I'm sure if you could close your eyes and your mind's eye, you could picture these motherfuckers. No, I think you nailed right? it when you said Casey Kasem. Yeah. They're all like. They're all like 60s. Like this, I think I texted you this. This is a movie that like I'm surprised Mystery Science Theater didn't cover. Maybe they did. They might uh, have. It's this yeah. is yeah, it's this is like the wild world of Batwoman. Like this yeah. it's a hundred percent that kind of movie. Everything looks bad. Everybody looks bad. Everybody's too old. Everything and about like, the movie is bad. <laughs> yeah. It's like everybody looks like a narc. You know, You're right? Uh, <laughs> Everybody's the hello fellow kids meme. Yeah, it's, it's real it's like just... anti LSD propaganda. Yeah. Um, Jesus. So this is the point where all right, the, the the tape almost drives the mother mad. We we talked about that briefly. Is she almost jumps out a window and the daughter stops, mm-hmm. and then we learn that they tape recorded their voices telling her to die. Or telling her that she's gonna die. Yeah. And then at the very end, um, Johnny added extra, maybe you should jump out the window. And the daughter's like, I didn't know you added that. But like, what did she think was happening? Yeah. Like, they they do a thing early on uh, to sort of, uh, I don't know, they, they have like Lisa, the daughter, be kind of not as into it anymore once they start doing it. But like, yeah, it's still. But they the, don't. What, what did you they think try, was going to happen? She makes a 180 and yeah. it's really fast. And then the movie's like, so we forgive her, right? right Let's yeah, move she's on. just good now. It's like, well, no, yeah. like she hatched this plan pretty maliciously uh, for, yeah, for like no reason, really. What I thought was going to happen, mm-hmm. and we'll get to what actually happens because it's nothing any of us could have predicted. But what I thought was going to happen is that Johnny being shitty on his wedding night cuz she's like real he's real shitty. Yeah. And she says something like get out and he's like it's my house now or something. Yeah. I thought he was going to start scarecrowing her. Yeah. And it was going to be like oh and she gets a taste of her own medicine and and she ha- now well, that, has to de- like that now would she be like has a, to that deal would be like with a good him. movie with right. like a point of view. Yeah. Uh instead what happens? She repents. She brings the tape to who does she bring the tape to? Because it's not the police. A it's doctor. like her doctor friend, like her parents' rich friends, I think. Right. So you what you would do if you're a normal person is you'd bring the tape to the police and be like, here's what happened. But she brings it to a doctor friend. And so all these adults are now listening to the tape, 
learning what happened and they they don't say okay we need to get john johnny needs to be arrested we need to find him arrest him call the police they don't do any of that they decide to shutter island the mom yeah to cure her because she has a, a memory block against what happened yeah which i was thinking like the cure can come later get the authorities right get the murderer the marriage stuff <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you right now, he's still like in a position legally where he has control. Get all that sorted. Put him in jail. But they don't even think about putting him in jail. Nope. Um. Instead, they say, "All right. So you know how how she's a theater actress, and she has erased her memory of being <laughs> dosed on LSD. This is- We're gonna put on a play." Yeah. About her life mm-hmm. and recreate it so that she'll remember. Oh, they sure do, Dave. What's absolutely wild is that they do this in front of a full audience. Yeah, they do an they... actual play. Yeah, <laughs> like... like they charge tickets. Yeah. Does the audience know? If I knew that I was part of, if I like paid for tickets to watch someone get Shutter Island, I want my money back. I'd be like, no, fuck you. I shouldn't have to pay for this. Um, so we watch a play happen, uh, where the mom's doing her therapy play. Mm-hmm. The, they rehearse. We have like a rehearsal scene. Yeah. Like all, it, it suddenly becomes like about putting this play on. Yeah. Again, this it's is a movie, movie that began like <laughs> beach blanket bingo with, oh, my square ass parents. My dad's getting married to this new broad. Who's going to take over the house. Let's have our sex party. Then it became lost at sea. Then yep. it became a gaslight where we're terrorizing this woman into thinking she's losing her mind. Now it's become, we got to put this play on. <laughs> Guy, folks, we got to put on a play. This is a 98 minute film. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it, the movie makes you feel like you're on drugs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this so movie they, made me feel like I was insane. Yeah. I didn't have to watch it twice, but I definitely had to rewind and watch scenes again. Yeah. Uh, and this was one where I was like, wait, there's an audience? Yeah. Is this part of the fantasy? So they put on a full fucking play. Yeah. The mom remembers it mm-hmm. um, at the end. And on top of it, her career gets recovered. They're like, you're back, baby. Yeah. And it's like, she retired willingly. I don't know why that's a conflict, but. I guess it was just like a happy, because she retired because she was marrying Lisa's dad, right. but now he got his he's dumb dead. ass lost at sea, eaten by the Kraken or whatever, so now right. she's like, well, I gotta go back to the, the stage, my first love. So basically, her and the daughter reconcile, because yes. the daughter's really sorry, and like, I kind of like that aspect of like, I'm glad they reconciled, but like, the way they got there was absolutely bad right. shit. Right, it was two men doing something that made no fucking sense whatsoever like johnny is a med student who's already plugged into this society like he is on track to make his own fortune so why on earth would he throw it away all the way on this harebrained scheme to maybe swindle uh, a multi-million dollar trust and then her fucking wild ass dad builds this biblical curse of a will what the fuck is wrong with the guys in this movie yeah it's a lot of women going to men like i can't handle this can you and then they come up with the most bad shit ideas the most ludicrous unhelpful solution and it's the the same here where they they bring it to the doctor and he's like smoking a pipe let's put on a play "Hmm, yeah hmm, yeah let's uh (laughs) 
we better put on a play. And it's like, you these ladies gotta, gotta find better dudes in their yeah, life. You, yeah, you guys gotta do some, some fucking serious... Uh, yeah. <laughs> so the police Personal never get involved. stock needs to be taken here. Yeah. I do like that they're like, no, fuck the police. I ain't no snitch. Yeah. Or handle this in the family, goddammit. Like, that's what it seems like. They're like... We don't want to ruin this this young man's life by calling the police. Um, I kind of want to so, ruin his life. Yeah. Uh, and so they never call the police. They put on the play. The mother regains her memory and her career. Uh, and then they get, they get in like a fucking limo. And they're like, we did it. Yep. And then um, cut to the bad guy, uh, Johnny. Who is like in a weird slum apartment? His life kind of fell apart. I yeah, um, I want to unrelated. Yeah, to it, like what's an un, like an unrelated. Well, it's like he gets kicked out of the the art guy's house. It's a parallel spiral. Yeah, he gets thrown out of his house. They're like, oh no, I guess we lost our permanent. Like we kind of start to see that everybody kind of sees that Johnny's a joke. Um, yes, but yeah, I really this kind of is like the main part of the movie that i was like okay i must have missed something so i'm i'm fascinated to to hear your uh interpretation of this riddle of of what happens to johnny in his final scene of the film all right so he's in like a slum and he seems to be jerking off with a wig yeah um and so he he's god knows where Uh, right because it's i believe uh again i watched it twice but there's still probably oceans of material that i simply didn't absorb i don't think we've seen this location before yeah so he's just suddenly in like a slum apartment like on the docks in 1927 new york city like it's yeah i think the the implication is that he simply spiraled and threw away his life okay um yeah that checks out and he, he like and he's just took a lot of acid. It's yeah. And in this final scene, he's just tripping balls. And essentially, it feels like maybe a scene was cut where he was dosed. But I think the implication is that he just gave up, took a bunch of acid, and is on the floor of this slum apartment laughing. Yeah. And we're just leaving it at that. I, I in my okay. It sounds. I, I I yeah okay. I agree. That is definitely what happened um it sounds very simple to people listening so i want to stress in my own defense that the way this movie is put together uh oh you for the record you don't have to defend anything right it's just the way this movie is 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 put together to like simulate drug trips but it's from multiple different like we talked about that already how it keeps shifting perspectives like it's uh, (laughs) this movie yes is it this movie fucking defies you to follow one logical chain of events yes like it's it, it, it just it keeps i mean this scene alone uh, you know it's we're already in a movie that's that's uh, featuring a bunch of weird drug trips and then some stuff that's literal like the the boat being lost at sea and then we get this scene that's introducing like five new pieces of information right. in the middle of also conveying that johnny's tripping balls so bad that he starts talking to an ant he does and he puts it in his pocket yeah he puts the ant in his pocket can you imagine if he got up and started building a device and put on a goddamn burlap scarecrow mask how perfect it would have been yeah if it was just an origin for the scarecrow but oh well yeah uh and then 
cut to the lean on me ending credits song, which I was like, what? Yeah, that was bizarre. <laughs> it's like some song about how you can lean on me. And it was like, uh, I don't, I didn't get that from any of this yeah, movie. I don't but know sure. what this, you thought this movie said, <laughs> but it wasn't that. Yeah, it wasn't that. Here's the things that I did like about this movie. I actually really like Johnny's fate because I think it's a more positive morality tale. Obviously, most of the morality tale of this movie is broken yeah. and propaganda, but basically being like, you don't have to take down certain people. Certain people will just be their own worst enemy. Yeah. And that is very true in life. Is yes, that, it is. Yeah. yeah the we've, bullies, we've all known several Johnnies. Yeah. The bullies in your life. Like, there's that always that feeling of like, oh, I want to get them back. But like, really, all you have to do is just live a good life and forget about them while they self-destruct somewhere, you know, because they just that's how the people like that operate. So I like the idea that she and her mom reconcile and have a great life. And then they cut to his shitty ass life. Yeah. Um. I liked that. I actually liked him being like a privileged med student, even though that didn't make any sense. Because that was at least not like they could have very easily made him like a beatnik artist, which they kind of he hangs out with them. Yeah. But uh, he's like a promising young man. Yeah. And they should have leaned into that more. Like if he was like the cops sided with him and stuff like that, you know? Right. If it was more of yeah it's yeah if if they leaned more into the like well i'm entitled to all of this because i've i've just i just am i'm me you know like right that that could have been yeah that that would have made the character more believable there's and, actually yeah, it's, not, it's not like rich people don't fucking blow themselves up trying to become more rich on a daily basis anyway it just yeah it, it it's because he's so cartoonish in the movie it's just i don't know it landed as very silly Yes, I think this movie is a great candidate for a remake because I think it had a lot of elements that the times just wouldn't allow them to actually explore in any way. You know, I don't mean the filmmakers wanted to explore it. I just mean they it, it probably never occurred to right, them. Right, it wouldn't have even been it, on the table at this point. Yeah, because they're dealing with counterculture things. They're dealing with uh, class. They're dealing with privilege uh, all those things are swirling around in this movie. They're just not used correctly. <laughs> uh, in fact, it's it's madness. I also liked the acid sequences. I I don't think it was a fair representation of being on acid, but they looked cool. They all looked like James Bond yeah. opening songs. Yeah. Again, my problem is is it's it's hard sometimes to tell when we're supposed to understand that it's a trip and or not. Yes. Because the whole movie is sort of enamored with kind of any time the, the, the young kids or the, 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 the youth crowd is on screen, it sort of switches yeah. into more of that mode. So it's hard to tell if it's just like a motif sometimes. Right. But when the mom's like tripping her balls out and they like yeah. do these cool little eye lights and they do like they project images on her face mm-hmm. and like, you know, for the effects of the time, they're doing everything they possibly can. Yeah. And it kind of does look cool. Um, it actually reminded me of those scenes in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas where they do similar techniques. Like he's watching the TV and the images of the TV are projected on the wall in this really creepy way. So like neither neither films are good depictions of being on LSD, but they're they're 
really good visual choices, I think. Mm-hmm. It's more uh, the idea of it, yeah. Yeah. But the movie's terrible. Yeah, this is a bad, bad film. <laughs> yeah, but I definitely enjoyed watching it. Yeah, I wasn't necessarily that bummed that I was starting it over uh, <laughs> as, <laughs> as soon as it ended. Um, Did you watch it immediately after? Yes. <laughs> You shut it off and you're like, okay, let's try that again. <laughs> yeah. Like it That's really, great. like I got to the end of it and I felt like so, uh, just disordered. I was like, there's no way that, that my, my memory of that film is accurate. And so I watched it again and yeah, no, it was, <laughs> um, That's so good. Yeah. God damn it. This fucking movie. Yeah. They should remake it. They should remake it, and they should give it to Park Chan-wook. Park Chan-wook doing the big cube. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet he could really nail it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Why not? I really, like, this is... I love a good, like... Uh, there's a few movies out there from this era that I've been wanting them to remake, and I don't think people would think to, because we only remake good movies, which is the problem, right? Like, Sometimes, this should, but yeah. What? I said sometimes. I mean, like sometimes. that's, you know, you, you the the ideal is you do the Ocean's 11 thing where you remake yeah. a bad movie and yeah. A bad movie that's well known and this yeah. isn't well known, uh but this would make a hell of a remake if if they did it right. I think there's there's enough here. Uh they just have to like, you know, make it better. <laughs> Right. You I know? mean, judging by the job that this first this the 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 first go around did, like kind of anybody is right. Anybody deserves a shot at it at the big cube. At the big cube, yeah. There wasn't, yeah. That when it started, I was like, I wonder what the fucking cube is. Are they gonna are they gonna be trapped? Are they gonna get trapped trapped in a cube? But nope. you figure it out really quickly. No, nope, it's just it's a just sugar a cube. Big cube of acid dipped in acid. Yeah. That's it. He dips it. He like drops it in someone's beer. Yeah. In the party and like like he doesn't do it to like to like fuck with them. He's like he's like doing them a favor. Yeah. Uh he says he he what god what does he say when he Oh, Dude, I wrote I, it. I, I don't down. remember. I had to watch this twice just to make sure I got the sequence of events correct. I don't remember individual things that people said. He said I wrote them down. She said, "What did you put in my drink?" and he goes, "Get with it, doll." Because that's the dialogue of this movie. It's just a bunch of horse shit like that. Yeah, it's it's a bunch of dumb shit. And then they're like, it's sugar. And then she tastes and it's like, it tastes like acid. And then everybody yeah. laughs. Yeah, and I which, laughed too because it was funny. Yeah, but I don't think things taste like acid, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's also the fucked upness. She, he, he says, God, I think the mother says about the daughter to the dad, she even looks like me. And the dad just goes, I know. <laughs> it's like, oh. <laughs> God damn it! Oh, good. I'm glad you noticed. That saves me an awkward conversation on our wedding night. Yeah, there's a way to do this. There's a few ways to do this. You could make a modern thriller. There, there's, there are many ways to do this, and this is one of them. Yeah, I, I would cut out all the Shutter Island stuff. I can't fucking believe they Shutter Island her. And that like, that was their immediate idea. Their immediate idea, but there's, I think there's a, there's a comedy version where they keep like, like Pierce Brosnan and Mars Attacks. They keep going to like intellectual older men and their and ideas, yeah, just their get ideas get shittier yeah, and shittier. Just keep being like, build me a wooden rocket ship to the moon. Like, yeah, it's just, just mediocre madness. and yeah. weird. 
But then there's like a modern thriller you could do uh, where, again, it can't quite be acid because I don't, I think people are smart enough to know that people acid are wise doesn't work to like that this. Now, yeah. You need to make it some future drug. Or I guess meth. Meth would do it. No one wants, I guess no one wants to watch like a meth movie where there's like meth sequences. I mean, you know. Spun. Spun. Spun's a fun movie. Yeah. Has John Leguizamo in it. John Leguizamo and Brittany Murphy and Spun mm-hmm. with Mickey Rourke. Yeah. Mickey Rourke's in that, right? Probably. That sounds like something he would be in. That's a um, great movie. So yeah, The Big Cube. Yeah, I, I feel like we covered everything. I don't have anything else There's to say. There's boobs in this. There's There boobs. are. Yeah, there are. That was surprising. I guess there were just, I, I guess yeah, movies I always think, had well, boobs. I didn't but... think nudity had been invented yet in 1969. Yeah. But I guess, I guess it had been. I guess my question is, what was the point of this movie? I have like, no idea. It, I like, truly have no idea who this was intended for, like who this it's, their target audience was. It's later in Lana Turner's career. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I guess I think it represented kind of a downfall of her career. Um, I'm just curious, like, when they when when a producer was like, I want this film, what did they want? Is it like just like Reefer Madness, but for LSD? It feels like it's more than that because Reefer Madness is just about how weed will make you kill your friends. Yeah, a, a homicidal um, maniac. Yeah. This is more like lsd is like the 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 weapon uh so i don't know i just don't know what the fucking point of this movie was yeah this is a movie that is baffling from every possible angle yes it's a real treat it's a a real treat yeah it's a nice reminder that you like movies like matthew mcconaughey's serenity existed all the time uh oh yeah people people have been having bad ideas for quite a while don't don't let don't let that discourage you when you have one but movies that change gears in, in, in incredible ways. Yeah. Because the moment they shutter Island her, it's like a, a completely new movie. And it's like, holy fucking it's shit. It's like a comedy sketch. Yeah. It's so out of left field, even in a movie that randomly introduced somebody getting lost at sea. God, yeah. Someone, God damn it. The boating. And they clearly couldn't afford to put actors on boats. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that? Like the first boating scene, they do these like wide shots of the boat and then they go like really close up. Oh, yeah. For their conversations. Uh, and it's really weird and disjointed. Yeah, it's just a really bad movie. Uh, I guess that's it. That's all <laughs> I have to say, Tom. Yeah, I don't have anything else to say about The Big Cube. Yeah, I would, I, I would honestly recommend watching it because it is fun. Because of how dumb it is. Yeah. And it, it gets a lot of those little things wrong, like the weird future cops. Like, there's a lot of set design choices that's like, well, I don't know why that happened. Like, in the club, the doors were lined with, like, ropes. Did you notice that? Like, instead of bead cur- curtains, it was, like, thick ropes. This movie was such an assault, man, that the individual <laughs> details were pretty pretty lost on me. But yeah, that's th- I do remember the club being just a real, a real tough sell. All together. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm All sorry, together, guys. Yeah. I don't believe this is a real place. <laughs> no, there, there wasn't like, there were, like they're serving drinks and food, but there wasn't like any wait staff or like a bar. Like it really, it just looked like a rec center. There's no windows the or, or visible ventilation. Like yes. it's, <laughs> are we on a spacecraft? What is this? It looks like a fucking spaceship. You're right. Oh, fuck. Oh. 
What a shitty movie. Yeah, it's real dumb. It's a real piece yeah. of trash. Let's be done with it. All right. Well, thanks, Burrito Mouth. Woo! I did appreciate this one. This one was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and if people are interested, this was uh, done through our Patreon, and you can go to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. Uh, along with getting getting your own podcasts, you can do a tier where uh, we have exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman and Fox Mulder's a Maniac and Star Trek The Next Futurama. Uh, we watch movies with our patrons every Friday night as well. Uh, that's that's tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Uh, Lord knows what we'll watch. Oh, man. It could be anything. Maybe we'll watch it, The Big Cube. It, yeah. Um, maybe. We also have a store, tpublic.com slash store slash Game Theater Employed. You're going to get t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, posters, all kinds of things. So check that out. Check it out. Little tiny cubes of acid for you yeah. and your, your aunt pal. Yeah, try acid. Mm-hmm. Can't stress that enough. Ideally, at sea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go to the ocean, do In some acid. real tight close-ups, though, so the ocean's not visible. Right. Here's the best part. Is it recommending to someone to go out into the sea and do acid? If something goes wrong, they're not going to sue us because they'll, you know. Yeah, you'll be lost at sea. They'll be lost at sea. So yeah, it's perfect crime. Not my fault you threw those dice, you piece yeah. of shit. Yeah. All right. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> the big cube! I guess that's it. Big cube! <laughs>